What's going on, everybody? It is Tanya Burton. Welcome back to the show. So thankful that you're here because if you're here, you are taking your health seriously and you're like, I want to grow. I want to learn. I want to be better. I want to feel better. I want to reach my goals. And today, that's exactly what we're going to do, okay? This episode is for anybody who's been tracking for a few weeks or a few months and you feel like you have stalled, like you have plateaued and you're so overwhelmed and you're so annoyed with the scale because you're like, if I see the same two numbers one more time, I'm going to throw that scale out the window, right? Like, (laughs) I'm going to totally help you out with that, okay? Or maybe this episode is for somebody who's just started off, like, you're like, hey, Tanya, I heard about you. I heard you have a podcast. I just started this whole calorie counting macros thing. Well, guess what, sister um, or brother? Uh, I'm going to help prevent some future pain, okay? Because you're going to look back in a couple of weeks and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I, ta- I remember Tanya talking about this podcast and I'm going to help you jump forward with your progress, okay? So today's topic is called Don't Fall Into This Trap. What does this trap mean? Complacency. Yeah, okay, that'll bite you in the butt really hard and it sucks because that's when we hit a plateau or that's when we throw in the towel. But after this episode, I'm going to give you some questions to think about, to write about, and it's going to be amazing how much faster your progress is going to be, okay? So I want to, I want you to think about like week one, week one of you, of you starting your health journey. You were diligent, right? You're like, all right, I plug everything in. I know what I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna plan out my menu. I'm gonna have this in my grocery cart. Like, I'm gonna drink this amount of water bottles, or you know, three Yeti cups. I'm gonna do this amount of you know cardio or training, you know. And we see progress, right? We're like, oh snap, the scale is down. My energy is better. I'm not as bloated. I don't have to take any like tums to like digest my food. Like I'm sleeping better, like I'm moving more, which means I have more energy. I'm not tired when I get home at four. Like I actually want to play with my kids and, you know, go out and do things. Right, because we're being diligent. And then what happens a few weeks later, we get comfortable. We're not as diligent. We don't move as much. We don't drink as much water. We think we are because we did it so for the first couple of weeks. So we think that's our habit, but then... You know, every other day we're getting our water. Every other day we're trying to get activity, but we're really not as consistent as we were on week one. We get comfortable in our habits, and what happens is we start to slack, right? And then what happens? Oh, my goodness. The progress slows down to, like, nothing, right? It's the same two numbers on the scale, and you're like, come on now. Like, just anything, just move. Like, I want the scale to move. But it's because of this one reason. And we forgot what the basics are. And I always try to remind my clients, remember your basics. What does that mean? Well, it's a couple things. And I want you to jot these down and and make them specific to you. Okay? Y'all know I ain't no cookie cutter coach. I'm not going to be like, this person has the exact amount of water intake, calories, activity. No, you guys have your own life, your own taste buds your own family, your own schedule. So it's only true to say you have to figure this out on for your own, but I'm gonna guide you through it, okay? So number one will always be your calories. And if you're like, Tanya, I do track my calories. Well, do you really? Do you really track your calories? Like I always ask my clients on a scale of one to 10, 10 being absolutely perfect, perfect in the last two weeks. What would you rate yourself? 10 being like you tracked every bite, lick, taste, everything. And if you give me a six or a seven, that's why a scale ain't moving. 
I want to hear a nine. I want to hear a 10. And I'll tell you what, if you say a nine or a 10, you wouldn't be asking or being frustrated because you know you're putting in the work work and the scale will show it. Your energy will show it. Your body will show it. All right. So tracking everything, be diligent. Like it was week one, plan out your meals. No. Okay. I'm going to make sure I have at least three or four protein options in my grocery cart, a couple of fruits, veggies, a couple of treats, not too much. All right. And I'm going to plan out. I'm just going to eat out once this week. Okay. If other people invite me, you know, have a game plan. Maybe I'll eat something before. Maybe I'll just, you know, sip on some unsweet tea or a cup of coffee. you got to plan it out. That's what my most successful clients do. They go, you know, if I go out to eat, I'll have a bite of something before and just hang out with my friends or family. I don't have to eat with them. Or I'm just going to drink on some diet soda. Your friends don't care if you eat or not. They just want your company, right? So be prepared. Have those plans ahead of time, Okay using your food scale, right? So after a couple weeks, you're like, oh, you know, I'm used to that, I'll eyeball it. Cause you're like, oh, it's diligent. The first couple days, I'm a pro at it, right? I tell you what, I've been doing this for five years and my food scale is still on my counter because no matter how much I've been tracking, there's a difference of guessing and knowing, all right? And sometimes we underestimate what we're actually consuming, all right? And I've learned that mistake so many times. That's why I'm doing this podcast to prevent some pain because even though we think we know it, I'm great. I'm glad you have the confidence, but what's reality, right? And if we're still trying to lose weight, we've got to stick to those basics until we hit our maintenance, right? So track your food, knowing how much you should consume calorie-wise, protein-wise, carb-wise, fat-wise. Those are all so important. And being diligent with your tracking. Not, I'm going to save it for nighttime to remember what I track, but before I even put anything in my mouth, I'm going to plug it in. It is so important to do that. That's the best habit you can do. For me, I always talk about my clients, what's your non-negotiables? That was one of my non-negotiables. You want to eat it, Tanya? Great. Plug it in. Make sure it fits. If it doesn't, well, guess what? You didn't eat it yet, so you don't have to feel guilty if you overdo it. You plugged it in before you ate it. So there's some adjustments that you can make, Okay. Have that non-negotiable. You could steal mine. You know, challenge yourself this week. Hey, if I bite it, I write it. Or before I bite it, I'm going to write it because I'm going to make sure it fits because I got goals, right? Like bring on that attitude. Next is water. And there's so many different ways of, of tracking this. I always give my clients two, two types. You could either check your, your urine and if it's clear a few times a day, great, you're hydrated. Um, or if you actually like you're a numbers person and you're like, okay, if I get three Yeti cups, awesome. But this is true with you. Like some people need to have four Yeti cups. Some people need to have five. Whatever is true for you, as long as you don't feel that dehydration, you know, like that cotton mouth, you are good throughout the day, okay? So know what's true for you and how much water you should be taking in. Sleep is so important, okay? We make that like a priority and then eventually it like withers away because we want to stay up late. It's our time to like just chill and just binge watch. That's great, but I'm going to let you know that's going to affect your your hormones, your energy and your progress. So just be like my husband, he can go off of like five or six hours of sleep and he's fine. That's great for him. Okay, me, I need like seven or eight. So I know I feel so much better if I am in bed at nine o'clock. And so what I do is I set my alarm at 8.30 and I say, start getting ready for bed. If I don't have an alarm, I've noticed it'll be 10, 30, 11. And I'm like dragging. I'm like, oh my goodness, now I don't have that much sleep. And then the rest of the day isn't as productive 
or high energy because I didn't pay attention to when I need to go to bed because people are depending on me the next day to have energy. My husband, my clients, you know, me personally, I need to have the energy to have a good day. And a lot of us don't realize how much sleep affects us. So I would be aware of that. Go to the basics. How much sleep do you need? How much do you, minimum and the maximum amount, okay? Resting, okay? This is a basic need that you need. All right, so, um, and this can mean different things for a lot of people. For those gym rats, it's give yourself a day to rest of not constantly weight training. Um, and it could, it could be still be active, like go for a walk and stuff like that. But just learning your body does need rest to build muscles. It's not good to constantly be sore every single day. Um, so give your body some time to just chill, do its thing, and then you know go the next day and hit it hard again. But it also can mean de-stressing. Hello. This year has been crazy with that. I had one client gosh, I mean, for some people with COVID, it's, they've lost jobs, which is stressful, but for some, it's really, really elevated their workload because now they have to put out more fires and they have to help out more people. And one of my clients, I I mean, I jumped on a call and Hey, you know, like, how's it going? Like what's going on? And she goes, Hey, Tanya. And I go, "Uh Oh, this isn't like her. And she just felt burnt out, depressed, drained, and I, and I took a second because, it, you know, a lot of people think your health is nutrition and exercise. Yeah, that's a big part of it. But it's also about you mentally, like how you doing mentally and what do we need to do to change that? And I could tell she was just drained. She hasn't done anything for herself in months, months. And this is something that we should do weekly, if not daily, to de-stress and unwind. And I told her straight up, I go, listen here, woman. You've got to do something for yourself. It could be anything from five minutes, 30 minutes, a full day, but you got to treat yourself. I go, what are three things this week that you can do just to relax? Boom. Like within a second, she's like, I can get a massage. I haven't had one in so long. I'm going to book that as soon as we get off this call, pedicure, and I want a Starbucks drink. And I go, girl, you go and get that because you deserve it. Within a couple of days, checked in with her. Her energy was just through the roof. She goes, Tanya, I feel so much better just an hour with no phone, no calls, just getting a massage, getting a pedicure. She goes, something about it. Just pretty toes. Just make my heart so happy. And then a Starbucks coffee. She goes, it's so simple, but what five bucks can, can really make your day? And I go, exactly. And we need to sprinkle that throughout the week. Because if you do that a couple times a week, oh my gosh, you're going to be on, on top of the world. And it doesn't have to be the same thing. You know, one week can be buying yourself something nice whether a jewelry or a new workout outfit or just treating yourself to something you haven't had in a while maybe it's sushi you know whatever it is just rewarding yourself with with everything not coping no not emotionally coping like i'm just gonna inhale everything but reward yourself de-stress for another client it was gosh just taking a 30 minute bath bubbles the sense you know the music they're just reading with no kids like bothering me she goes, the next day, I felt like a whole new person. Like, I felt amazing, just 30 minutes to myself, just relaxing. And I go, can you imagine if you did that a couple times a week, how much that would make you feel? She goes, wow. She, and, and she hasn't done this in, in months of just 30 minutes to herself. It's go, 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 go to bed, wake up, go, 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 go. And you get burnt out and drained and it's awful. Like, you can't think clearly, right? So it's important to learn to rest. And what does that mean to you? For me personally, it's going on for walks. 
I go on about two to three hour walks a day, especially in summertime. Come spring, like, let's go, let's do this. I just want to walk. I want to be outside. Nature calms me down. I, I love it. It's so soothing, fresh air, like everything. I love it. So I know for me, that's a way to de-stress, to listen to a podcast or an audiobook as I walk. And I try to do as much as, as I possibly can. Another thing is obviously your activity. Going back to the basics, what's, what's true for you? And do this weekly. It's not realistic. Like for me, one week I might get in six workouts and the next I could only get in four. But I know as long as I move and I stay active every single day, I feel good. So for some people, they might miss a workout on day two and then day three. And it's like, boom, no motivation because you haven't been to the gym or worked out in so long. So it's like, ah, what's the point? No, no, no. My one non-negotiable is you can go two days without lifting weights, but that third day, your butt better be in that gym. And I've been doing that for five years. So regardless of how I feel, it doesn't matter. Go and do it. Because there's nothing worse than going a week without working out. And then what happens? Like you're sore all over again and it doesn't feel good. So I prevent that first week soreness. Because that's awful. You got to blow past that. So I get a little bit of soreness, but not like to the point where it's like, ow, 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 ow. Like you can't move. So that's my non-negotiable of, okay, day two. You're either working out today, Tanya, or tomorrow. And then what are you doing tomorrow? Like you have to break it down to exactly what you're doing. Okay, go to the basics. And finally, your goals. What are your goals? You need to adjust them. And for a lot of us with our health, it's, I got to hit this weight. I got to hit this weight. Well, let's be creative. Teresa, the one that I walked 67,000 steps with, you know, everyone's like, who is this woman? Like her goals are so big. And I go... But that's what lights a fire in her to keep training, to keep moving, to pay attention to her health, her water, her training. Like it gives her purpose to wake up and like, okay, I got to run three miles. I got to do this amount of biking. I got to do this. That's what we need to do. My most successful clients have goals. And with one of my clients, she goes, gosh, that was interesting that you guys, you know, aim for a hundred thousand. She goes, no, I don't know if I could be that extravagant, you know, but I could aim for 50. I go, awesome, boom, let's start training for it. Okay, your, your first goal, because she's hit 10,000 a couple times. I go, within this next month, your goal is to hit 20,000. And guess what? Her next month, or maybe in the next few weeks, it'll be 25,000, 30, 35. So we're just going to take it by about two mile increments. And she, you can just see, she, she got excitement. She's like, okay, because it's a challenge. It's a little bit scary, but deep down, you know you can do it. You got to set the time, set the goal, get creative. One of the new goals that I have this year, and if you're a big fan of 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathon, um, one of my clients talked about vacation race and they look so much fun. And it's just a whole weekend dedicated to a new experience of a run, a new you know trail. It's different states, different countries have it. And they do this huge thing around it. And I've already been looking at one. Hopefully I could do one for my birthday. Like how cool is that? But you get to explore the town plus do an awesome, I'm gonna do a half marathon, um, which I've already done one before, but I'll do it with my, my husband this time. And I'm so excited for it. That That's what lights me up because I go, great, now I gotta tra- start training for it. And it gives me purpose. A lot of times we force ourselves to, I gotta go for a walk, I gotta go jog, and it's we don't wanna do it because there's no purpose linked to it. But when you sign up for something, even if it's a virtual race, you have purpose to get up to move because you have a goal. And if you're gonna do it, you're gonna be the best at it, right? Like having that attitude, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do the best I possibly can and prepare for it. 
So I challenge you to write down those basics. What's true for you? In your food, in your water, your sleep, your rest, your activity, and your goals. Be specific. Be detailed in what you're doing. Don't just say I need to work out. What are you going to do? What program? You know, is it going to be a 12-week program? Is it going to be a six-month program? Is it at home? Is it at the gym? Maybe it's just cardio, like biking, stairs, pickleball. What are you going to do? Be specific. And this is the biggest thing, is consistency through all those basic habits that we just talked about. That's great if you do them. But if you don't do them consistently, ooh, it's not going to work out that great. So yesterday I was in a group coaching session and two of my clients, they're like, Tanya, I'm just, uh, I'm so frustrated. Like I've been the same weight for like the past, like two weeks and I don't know what's going, going on. You're like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. And this is where uh, real, you know, I'm very soft, but I could be very blunt on, on what needs to be said because you need to hear it. So I'm, I'm very soft when I coach, but I said, okay. But in the last two weeks, how consistent have you been applying your basic habits every single day? And they're like, oh, well, you know, I'll do like three days on and then I'll be frustrated the fourth day. So I'll overeat and then I'll wait more the next day. And it's a cycle I've been doing, you know, for the last two weeks. I go, exactly, exactly. So many of us just we're good for a couple days and then the weekend happens or it's taco tuesday and we over inhale guess what now you're behind three days so now you have to wait till friday or saturday to get back to your normal weight that you were before taco tuesday but then it's the weekend and you eat more there and then it's like back and forth the same two pounds every single week and i go the more you are consistent a minimum of 14 days you won't believe your progress i had one client as i was explaining to them how she was about the same like pound or two for the first couple days. And then the, the next day she was up like two pounds. And I go, you know what? She could have been super frustrated that she was up even more. But guess what? The next day down four pounds. I go, what if she was frustrated the day before that she went up two pounds and ate everything? Then she would have never seen that new low. I go, you got to keep going. No matter what the scale says, no matter how you're feeling, keep going. If you keep sticking to your habits, your basic habits, oh my gosh, you do that, you copy and paste those suckers every single day with your trekking, your water, your sleep, all that good stuff. You won't believe your progress, okay? I promise you won't believe it. So yesterday I had that heart-to-heart talk to them is, okay, how consistent have we been the last couple of weeks? Well, you know, I'm on for three days and then the fourth day I get frustrated so I overeat. I go, what if you just kept going? Like, I don't know. I'm like, great, we're gonna find out. So the goal is for the next 14 days, I want to see a smiley face, a check mark of, hey, day one, calorie deficit, day two, calorie deficit. And I wanna see if you could do 14 days in a row. And I go, you won't believe your progress in 14 days of being consistent. That means two weekends of being good. That means planning ahead, flexing, flexing that muscle of, I'm gonna prepare for this weekend, I'm not gonna freaking crush it. I refuse to let emotions dictate my actions. I'm going to walk in with a plan and I'm going to stick to it and come out the weekend on Monday weighing less than I did on Friday. That's when change happens. That's that's when we see new lows, when we're diligent, okay? 
that regardless of the day or the events, we're staying consistent. This morning, literally the next day, she messages me and she goes, Tanya, I'm down two pounds. She goes, I've been the same weight for the last like two weeks. And I go, what happened? She goes, I didn't do my normal Friday routine of just blowing it. I stayed consistent with my habits. And I go, can you believe that's only day one? Can you believe what you're going to weigh in another 13 days? She goes, I know. I can't believe it. She goes, this is awesome. I go, it's reality. You know, it's being soft with you are doing great with with keeping yourself mindful on your healthy habits. And I know it's important to you to be healthy. Then the truth comes out of, all right, I got to be a little straightforward here of now we got to do that every day. Do that for 14 days and be honest with yourself. Plugging everything in. Okay, I know it's meticulous. But you're going to feel so much better and more controlled with your progress with your food when you do this. So what I challenge you to do today is write down your, your basics, your basic habits, those six that we talked about. Okay, be specific to yourself on what that means to you. Because here's the thing, when you have a plateau, when you feel off, when you see the same weight for like a week or two, you're going to be so frustrated with yourself. You're going to know, oh my gosh, complacency. I got comfortable. I'm not being as diligent. I'm not tracking everything. I ate a couple M&Ms and, you know, I didn't track it. Or I took a bite from my kid's plate and I didn't track it. Be meticulous. Be diligent. Okay? Engrave those words in your nervous system. Okay? Don't engrave complacency, laziness, procrastinator, excuse maker. Like, we need to remove those vocabulary out of our out of our brains okay because you need to show up for you people are depending on you right to be healthy to be energetic to be happy okay and you won't believe your progress in just 14 days and i challenge you okay bring out a calendar bring out a piece of paper right day one through 14 and you know make a little green check mark if you did a calorie deficit and maybe a red x if you didn't and if out of those 14 days you only have one two max of a red x you're going to see some great lows. But if it's even, like seven and seven, guess what, girlfriend? You maintaining. You know what I mean? Like, you are going to maintain. And But here's the thing. It's going to be a huge eye-opener of what's really going on. Okay? It's going to wake you up and, all right, I got to be more diligent. Well, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, so many people have asked about coaching Yes, I do one-on-one coaching and all of my prices and information is on our website, thedietdocjeffcity.com. You can look at prices, everything that's included. You know, so many of us have those goals and we know what to do, right? We know what to be healthy. And yet across the road, we, we don't know like, well, how do I get there? Well, guess what? It's accountability. It's somebody helping you out, supporting you, making sure you're doing what you're doing and and being honest with you and asking those tough questions that, you know, that I want you to think about and I want you to dig deeper. You know, like the client that said, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I have to be honest and say, well, how diligent have you been the 14 days? Nobody wants to hear that. But guess what? Look at that. In less than 24 hours, down two pounds. That's when change happens, when you have accountability and someone checking in on you and making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and answering those questions when you hit a plateau, when you when you feel burnt out, well, how do you recover? You don't have to stay there. You can move on, okay? I have an eight-week program right now, and if you're ready to sign up, you're like, I'm, I'm tired of just following, I'm tired of just reading. You know, I've got to make a difference. I had one client, she's like, 
uh, I met her yesterday and she's like, Tanya, I've been following you for two years. And I'm like, you know what? I could do it on my own. I'll be fine. Like, here's all the information. It's free. She goes, Tanya, nothing has changed in two years. And she goes, I'm with you for one month and I'm already down 10 pounds. She goes, it's unbelievable what accountability can do. And I go, I know. So I'm a huge fan of coaching. I wouldn't be who I am today without having to coach for a year. That accountability check-in every single week is a game changer. That's when you set the standard for your health and you raise the bar for your actions. So again, if you are ready to take on that step and you're like, I need accountability. I need someone to check in with me and make my health uh, customized to me. The diet doc jeffcity.com to sign up okay and we automatically get started okay you just fill out an intake form and boom we get ready well have a great week thank you so much for listening i'm so proud of everyone who's here because i know your health matters so enjoy the rest of the week be legendary remember your basic habits and take on this 14 day challenge to get at least 12 out of the 14 days in a calorie deficit all right take care